WWE mentality. Finally, The Rock has come back. Well, let me tell you something, brother. I'm not finished with you. And that's the bottom line. What? Because Stone Cold said so. Oh, welcome back, welcome back. Uh, Super Showdown. Gosh. um, We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. (laughs) And the whole world uh, of wrestling will talk about that as well. But I'm going to talk about it here in a few minutes. Welcome back to WWE Mentality. It's your host, JR. Back in uh, East Carolina studio once again. Uh, Again, thank you guys for letting me come here and let me do my WWE Mentality podcast. I appreciate that. We're going to recap SmackDown, we're going to recap Raw, and now, like I said, we're going to get to the WWE Super Showdown over in Rehad, Saudi Arabia. And then we'll get to some news you may not have heard, but uh, after you heard it, now you have. So you have heard the news, I will tell you, coming up in about 30 minutes. Um, we'll also, uh, I'll be revealing our next interview that we have. It's going to be a special phone interview with a very special guest I can't tell you who it is right now. You'll have to stay tuned and figure it all out and wait to find out. Because that's how we hook you in this kind of business. We feed you, we feed you. Oh, uh, you can't have the whole blade of food. So just wait, just wait, wait. You're going to want to hear who this this interview is going to be with. It's going to happen on March 25th uh, here in a couple weeks. So stay tuned and uh, listen to the show. And if you have any questions about the show, or you want to be, if you want to talk on the phone, you want to have an interview on the show, you can email me at wwementality at gmail.com. That's our new uh, email that we have. And we're going to get started here in a couple minutes after we hear from Carolina Barbecue. When looking for the best Eastern North Carolina barbecue, there are a few different spots for you to check out up and down the beach. Well, guess what? I'm here to tell you, you ain't gonna find it. You got to come off the beach and into Manio. That's right. Head on over to Roanoke Island and see me, Mike Weaver, Carolina Barbecue Company. And find out why we were voted Best of the Beach 2018 for Best Barbecue Restaurant. At Carolina Barbecue Company, we make sure that only the best Eastern Carolina barbecue passes from our on-site smokehouse to your plate. None of the old liquid smoke used around here. Barbecue not your flavor? Not to worry. We have smoked chicken, seafood, burgers, and the best brisket around. And sides? Man, we got a bunch to choose from. Tell them where to find us, Mike. We're on 64 right down your left as you come into Mania. Check us out on Facebook or online at ncbbq4u.com. Or you can give us a holler at 252-305-8844. Carolina Barbecue Company is your spot for authentic Eastern Carolina barbecue and some good country loving. All right, Carolina Barbecue, definitely the best barbecue in any Carolinas. South Carolina, North Carolina, and that's about all the Carolinas I got. But anyway, it's the best barbecue you're going to have. So if you're ever on the Outer Banks, you're ever, you're ever over in Roanoke Island in Manio, definitely stop your car there at Carolina Barbecue and have some of the best tasting barbecue you'll ever have. All right, SmackDown Live, February 21st. And I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. Gila River Arena in Glendale, Arizona. It makes sense to me now why the Bellas are there. They're from Glendale, Arizona. Didn't know really why they were there in the first place, but now I kind of got it figured out. 
Show started off with the Usos in the New Day defeating The Miz, John Morrison, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. Eh, not my... Eh, it has the Usos in it, so I, I'm kind of invested in the match. Uh, I, not Anybody who watches the show knows I'm not super high on the New Day, but they, they are exci- exciting to watch, and... Um, you know, them and the New Day, or them and the Usos put together make a very exciting match, whether they're going against each other or whether they're teaming up. In this instance, they're teaming up, and they defeated Miz, John Morrison, Dolph Ziggler, and Robert Roode. So, there you have it. Braun Strowman and Elias defeated Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a symphon- Symphony of Destruction match. I don't want to say it feels like WWE is going back to their very gimmicky storylines. But, Symphony of Destruction match with Braun Strowman, Cesaro, Shinsuke, and Elias. And yeah, I put Elias last because they're just, he's just not as big a superstar as Shinsuke and Cesaro are. You can't discount the fact that just because they've had a bad year, bad two years, or whatever, Cesaro is still a freaking athlete. Still, still a humongous superstar. Shinsuke, freak athlete, humongous superstar. Strowman, obviously we know about him. But Elias, I mean, he's definitely a superstar. He's just not like a freak athlete. Not quite yet. Hasn't proven it to me. Email me at wwmentality at gmail.com to let me know what you guys think. Because honestly, he's just not a freak athlete to me. He's athletic, just not a freak athlete. But anyway, Braun Strowman and Elias defeating Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro in a Symphony of Destruction match. Uh, as I said in a couple of seconds ago, I hope they're not getting back to their very gimmicky storylines like they had back in the day. Um, like a flagpole match, you know what I'm saying? Like that type of feel is what I kind of get when I when I sit here and read Symphony of Destruction or when I watch it on TV. I mean, come on now. The Bella Twins thank the WWE Universe ahead of their WWE Hall of Fame induction during WrestleMania weekend this April. They showed up on a moment of bliss. Um, what do I think of the Bellas going into the Hall of Fame? If you would ask me this five years down the road from now, I would say, yeah, they deserve it. But I don't, I don't agree with WWE inducting the Bella Twins this early. I mean, how many other superstars, women superstars, slash divas, that haven't been inducted yet that deserve it way more than them? Was Nikki a better better and bigger superstar than Brie? Yeah, she was. And facts only speak to that. Brie was a, a superstar in her own right, but Nikki was just better. And I will say it to this day that AJ Lee had it right when she blasted them on Raw. Talent cannot be sexually transmitted. Okay? And yeah, I'm talking about Daniel Bryan and John Cena when John Cena and and Nikki were a thing. She had it right. I mean, you just... You can't... uh, I don't know. I, I would not put them in there this early. I don't think they really deserve it. Uh, only one of them was like a, a champion for a long period of time. 
uh, I'm not discounting their contributions to the business outside of the ring, like Total Bellas or Total Divas. Obviously, they put in a lot of work with that. But uh, if we're going WWE Hall of Fame, I, I just kind of feel like that in itself, when you read that title, WWE Hall of Fame, you don't think about outside the ring stuff. At least you shouldn't. I mean, WWE is a big brand, don't get me wrong. You know, they got movies, they got stuff all over the world. Like I said, Total Bellas, Total Divas, uh, all these shows, Miz and Misses. I mean, I don't. They, they just don't. Not right now. Five years down the road, sure. Cool. I mean, if you ever have a WrestleMania in Arizona, that'd be the time to do it. But I don't think they deserve it this year. I think there's. 18 other superstars or divas that deserve this. I mean, here's what I want to know. When are they going to put Vince McMahon in the Hall of Fame? That's who they should put. If anybody deserves to be in there, the genius, duh. I mean, I just don't. The, the Bellas aren't exciting to me. And I'll, I'll say it a hundred times and a hundred thousand more times. Nikki. Bella used John Cena. Let's face it. The whole, like, okay, you want to call John Cena a bully or uh, a dick for making her sign a contract, that was just production. Come on. You can't, I mean, do you get that feel watching John Cena in, in any of the outside other stuff that he may do? Eh, you haven't heard any other reports saying his girlfriend now has signed a contract to live with him or any other thing like that. So that, it was all TV. All TV. You're, no way you're convincing me that Nikki actually signed a contract to live with John Cena at his house in Florida. No way. It was all TV. It was all planned. It was all scripted out. Then they made John Cena look like an asshole. He may be. But he, at that time... He was the richest asshole in WWE other than Vince McMahon. Nikki, you used John. You're a selfish piece of shit. Sorry. Not sorry. What you did to him, what you made him do, and he fell for your tricks. You know how I came on here like a week ago, guys, and said that, you know, if you're a young guy and you really want that girl, or you're in school, you're in high school, middle school, shoot your shot. Go after it. You know, John, Nikki Bella shot her shot, right? She shot her shot. She got in with John Cena. She was all about John Cena. And then what happened? She made him, made him believe that she loved him, right? Proposed to her at WrestleMania. Uh, 90,000 fans in attendance. Al Roker, guest announcer. I mean, and then a month before your wedding, you get cold feet and you just happen to walk out. Oh, uh, guess what? You're on Dancing with the Stars at the same time. And who is she engaged to now? Hmm, her Dancing with the Stars partner. Who is she having a baby with right now? Dancing with the Stars partner. Who she was Dancing with the Stars with while she was dancing, or while she was, yeah, while she was doing live dancing with John Cena. Come on. You know what? Induct Brie, forget Nikki Bella. That's just my take. I'm sorry about that. If anybody, that offends anybody, I'm sorry, but that's just my take. 
That really makes... And I'm glad I'm talking about it because it gets it off my chest even more. But one thing WWE mentality doesn't do is hold back their feelings about wrestling. And that's not what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you my feelings. And I think Nikki Bella does not deserve to go in the Hall of Fame just because she was one of the longest reigning women's champion or divas champion in history. Does that the only reason? Come on. <sighs> All right. Whew. Done talking about her. <laughs> Daniel Bryan defeated Heath Slater once again. No surprise there. Um, the only cool moment about that Nikki Bella and Brie Bella being on Moment of Bliss is that Daniel Bryan actually brought out Birdie, their daughter, in his hands when he came out to wrestle. That was pretty cool. That was the only cool thing about it. Other than that, just scratch the whole segment and I'm done with that. Naomi defeated Carmella to earn the right to face Bayley for the SmackDown Women's Championship at a WWE Super Showdown, which we will talk about here in a few minutes. And I'm going to be heated while I'm talking about that, just to give you a heads up. Goldberg and The Fiend. Bray Wyatt got into an explosive encounter to close out SmackDown. Uh, explosive encounter was only a spear, and then Bray Wyatt, The Fiend, disappeared. So, as explosive as that goes, that's what happened. OBX Bail Bonds is going to be telling you here in a few seconds why they can get you out before the soap hits the floor. So I'm going to let them tell you about Man, dang, what the heck did you do now? I messed up bad this time. Acting a fool and got locked up, man. Seems like we were just getting tuned up a couple hours ago. How'd you get out of the slammer so quick? I called the fellows over at OBX Bail Bonds and they came and got me out before the soap could hit the floor. Haha, <laughs> what? That's how fast I was out of there. The only number you need to know is 252-216-9000. Their office is a mile down the road from the Manny Jail. Heck, they'll even come get you out in Curry Tuck. I know from experience. 252-216-9000. Let me plug that number in my phone just in case. 252-216-9000. Next question, what if I get locked up and I'm broke? Been there too, bro. Luckily, they offer payment plans with little to no money down on some bonds. Just call Hunter and Jason. They've been in the game since 02, so they know exactly what they're doing. Thanks, man. Now stay the heck out of trouble. Ha! I'll try, but you know me. OBX Bail Bonds. They'll get you out before the soap can hit the floor. Call 252-216-9000. All right, and we're back. WWE Mentality. At gmail.com is where you can find us and where you can email me anytime and uh, tell me about the show, what you liked about the show, what you didn't like about the show. You probably didn't like the rant I just went on about Nikki Bella, but another thing WWE mentality doesn't do is necessarily care about Nikki Bella. <laughs> so that's where that lies. Talking about Monday Night Raw, we're getting ready to jump into that. It has uh, February 24th at the Bell NTS Place in Winnipeg, Canada. I don't like saying that. It's like uh, in the Santa Claus 2 or uh, Santa Claus 3, he was like, Where do we live? Supposedly, Canada. Where do we build toys? Canada. So, yeah, Winnipeg, Canada. Start off the show with Kevin Owens' childhood uh, role model he wanted to be was just like Edge. He confronted Randy Orton, drilling him about why Randy Orton did what he did. You know, Kevin Owens went into deep, you know, deep conversation with Randy or deep thought with Randy and said, you know, I was back there at Royal Rumble. 
back in the back getting ready for my entrance into the Royal Rumble. But all I could do was sit in there as a fan and feel the excitement in, in the building when Edge's music hit. And all I wanted to do was maybe, just maybe one day, when I was you know, running the independent scene, when I was doing good in the independent scene, maybe one day Edge would come back and I'd be able to wrestle with that guy. But you, you Randy, you took it all away. Why? Well, we have more on Kevin Owens and Randy Orton later. <laughs> so, you're going to have to wait. Angel Garza defeated Humberto Correo. We got more news on them regarding Super Showdown. Ricochet defeated uh, Luke Gallows. Uh, one half or one, one third of the OC. WWE Champion Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman addressed Lesnar's match with Ricochet. Eh, you know how Paul Heyman's little rants go. You know, it's not a spoiler or it's not a prediction or a rumor. It's whatever, you know. Typical Paul Heyman thing. Alistair Black defeated Eric Rowan. What I like about this is that AJ Styles got involved. But the news I have on AJ Styles later on in the show regarding Super Showdown kind of has me a little confused. So we'll get to that in a few minutes. But I don't like him going against Eric Rowan again. This is the second time in a row. And anybody who watches this show understands and knows why I don't like rematches after rematch after rematch. I don't like it. It doesn't make sense. Bobby Lashley defeated R-Truth. R-Truth and uh, a show of emails here. <laughs> Instead of a show of hands, let's show of emails. WWMentality at gmail.com How many of y'all want to see an R-Truth versus John Cena match? Classic. Classic. Childhood hero John Cena versus child who wants to be John Cena in R-Truth. But really, R-Truth is older than John Cena. Nobody knows. Let's keep that quiet. I want to see an R-Truth and John Cena match at WrestleMania. Damn it, let's happen. Vince, if you're listening, R-Truth, John Cena, not John Cena Bray Wyatt, not John Cena Goldberg, not John Cena and Roman Reigns or whoever, John Cena, R-Truth, WrestleMania. 36. Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch brawled with Shayna Baszler during the Women's Elimination Chamber match contract signing. I like this segment only for the fact that Asuka got on there, jibber-jabbered around, couldn't understand a word she said, until she got in Shayna's face and said, bite me. Love it. And with Asuka, I don't, don't take this the wrong way. I don't compare her to Brock Lesnar, but she has similarities to Brock Lesnar that she can definitely put in her character to make her more of an attraction. Not that she's not. Brock Lesnar doesn't say anything. When he does, it's kind of like, it's a hit and miss with him, honestly. So I kind of take that back what I said. Maybe Undertaker. Let's say Undertaker. When Undertaker speaks, you listen. He doesn't speak often, but when he speaks, you listen. And what he has to say is impactful. That could be Asuka. When you jibber-jabber around, you don't need to do all that. Get in somebody's face. Get in Shayna Baszler's face. And just tell her to bite me. That's impactful. That means something. Obviously, re- you know, retaining to 
Shayna biting the back of Becky Lynch's neck two weeks ago. But that's all you gotta do. You're Asuka. You're one of the best women wrestlers on the planet. You ain't gotta say shit. Angelo Dawkins defeated Raw Tag Team Champion Murphy via disqualification. This was kind of like a what can we expect from Super Showdown match. Like, oh, Angelo Dawkins defeated Raw Tag Team Champion Murphy. But then again, next, you had Raw Tag Team Champion Seth Rollins defeat Montez Ford. So it's kind of like a back and forth. You couldn't have both of them win. You can't have Murphy and Rollins win. Not when they're in singles matches. When they're in tag matches, obviously you want them to win. They're tag team champions of Raw. Get it. But this was all like a setup to be like, oh, okay, maybe the Street Profits may win this uh, Super Showdown. But we'll get the Super Showdown in a couple minutes. And last but not least, I, showed, I, I told you that Randy Orton was going to be coming up again. Randy Orton defeating Kevin Owens. But there was an interest. Here's the, here's the thing. I love the fact that Seth Rollins is doing this Monday Night Messiah thing. I didn't get it at first. Kind of just was like passing it under the rug, kicking it under the rug. And then here comes Monday. What I loved about this and what I will continue to watch about this storyline is that not only does he have the AOP, not only does he have Murphy, but he's implementing or they are implementing creative they're implementing just normal people who you wouldn't think would be a, a, a disciple to Seth Rollins. And that's the referee. Randy Orton won this match for because of a fast count of a referee. Just happened to be a disciple of Seth Rollins. Had a Seth Rollins t-shirt on underneath the referee's shirt. I love that. I love that creative is getting actually creative for once. Yeah, I'm calling you out. Symphony of Destruction match. Different show, I know. But I love that you're getting creative because you're you're implementing and you're using more things. Like, if Bobby Lashley and Rusev and Lana just, just didn't bring Liv Morgan out, what if they brought another person out? What if they bought two more people out? What if this was a whole... Can't say it on air right now, but what if this was a whole bunch of people involved in this? You would have got more people involved. As far as fans go. More viewers. So I feel like using the referee as a quote-unquote disciple, Michael Cole. Not Michael Cole. uh, Todd Phillips. I think it was genius. It was a genius move by most likely Paul Heyman, but it was a genius move by creative or whoever was in charge of that. So yeah, I'm interested and I'm, I'm going to wait to see till next Monday what's happening with the quote-unquote disciples of Seth Rollins, the Messiah, the Monday Night Messiah. Very interesting. And I, I really loved the way they set that up. What I also love is Village Hardware, where you can buy... Anything and everything underneath the sun here on the Outer Banks. But don't let me tell you that. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let them tell you that. 
I got a question for you. Where can you find all of your hardware and marine supplies at competitive prices that's also locally owned and operated? Don't know? Let me help you out. Village Hardware and Lawn Cheats. Village Hardware is fully equipped to provide you with all of your hardware, marine and paint supplies. They can also mix paint to the color you're looking for. Heck, they even carry grills, grilling supplies, and grizzly coolers. Because if you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Check out Village Hardware on Facebook or give them a holler at 252-473-3900. Village Hardware, locally owned and operated, right next to the Duck Through and Lawn Cheese. All right, we're back. I say that in a very aggravated mood I'm in right now. By a show of emails, once again, who watched Super Showdown? WWMentality at gmail.com. Who watched Super Showdown? I did. And I'm going to run through every match that was on Super Showdown, and I'm going to tell you what I think. And I'm going to try to do it in a couple words or less. WWE Champion Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. 90 seconds. Did I think this was going to be longer? Yeah. Don't really understand the point in putting Ricochet uh, in a match like this. Don't really understand putting Brock Lesnar in a match like this. Doesn't make any damn sense. In 90 seconds. Sorry, Kofi. Yours was a little bit shorter. So at least Ricochet has that going for him. Next, SmackDown Tag Team Champions New Day versus The Miz and John Morrison. Miz and Morrison became victors. They are new. They are now the new SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I agree. They should be. They're entertaining. The New Day needs to get a little bit, you know, take a little bit of a back seat. Now I, I assume what's going to happen is that. They're not going to put, and I, I can hear Justin, and Justin's not beside me, but I can hear him right now. Uh, heavy machinery, heavy machinery, heavy machinery. No, heavy machinery's got their own thing going, okay? And, and we haven't even talked about Otis and the Mandy Rose situation, which we should. Because I've got, I've got a couple storylines that it could be, all right? But it's not heavy machinery that's going to be next. It's going to be the Usos. It's going to be the Usos and John Morrison and The Miz at WrestleMania. It's going to be a great match. Or it could be all three of them. New Day, The Usos, and Miz and John Morrison. But considering they, they, they put The New Day with The Usos, I don't see that happening. Maybe The Revival, they might step in there. It's a three, three-way tag match for the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. All in all, I think John Morrison and The Miz retain for a while. They're going to be Tag Team Champions for a, a while. They're going to make it entertaining with the dirt sheet, you know, their talk show. They're going to be tag team champions for a while. Roman Reigns versus King Corbin, still cage match. Reigns wins via pinfall. Um, not big on storyline. Uh, Should have ended at Royal Rumble. That's all I'm going to say about that. First ever, and I think I pronounced it wrong last week, but it's two-egg. Two-egg trophy gauntlet match. It was all set up for our truth our truth uh, defeated Bobby Lashley, defeated Andrade. Um, who else did he defeat? God, he defeated three people. AJ Styles comes out. AJ Styles, being AJ Styles, one of the best wrestlers on the card, defeats our truth Oh, Eric Rowan, defeats Eric Rowan. AJ Styles comes out. He uh, puts one over on our truth but... Rey Mysterio was supposed to come out last. 
That didn't quite end up happening. There was the attacking Rey Mysterio in the back. But quickly turned out to be OC getting attacked by someone in large, large black boots, long black trench coat, black pants. Reports everywhere that The Undertaker was in Saudi Arabia. This is why, people. Him and AJ Styles are going to have a match at WrestleMania. Undertaker handpicked AJ Styles. I don't know why. It kind of makes sense. Similar build to Shawn Michaels, maybe. I'm still waiting to see a Shawn Michaels AJ Styles match. Honestly. I don't know if Michaels ever get in the ring again. But Undertaker, AJ Styles at WrestleMania 36 in Tampa Bay. Count it. Raw Tag Team Champion Seth Rollins and, Mur- and Seth Rollins and Murphy defeated the Street Profits. No surprise there. Like I just said, it was kind of like uh, Angelo Dawkins, okay, winning. Seth Rollins winning after that. You kind of got the feel like, oh, what's actually going to happen? Well, Seth Rollins and Murphy retain. As far as Raw Tag Team Division goes, I would kind of like to see AOP turn. And, and, and they should have, if anything, they should have won the titles. But I, I think they're going to turn. I would like to see a turn on them and them turn against Seth Rollins and Murphy and win the tag team titles. Um, other than that, I've been saying it for weeks, Andrade and Angel Garza, tag team. Put the United States title on somebody else. Them two need to tag up. That would be a hell of a tag team. Really interesting match. Really interesting uh Storylines too can be played. Anyway, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey versus Naomi. Bailey getting the W uh, in Saudi Arabia. Need I remind everybody that was the only that was the second match only ever in Saudi Arabia with women. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, Bailey's gonna hold the title until Mania. Um, I kind of would like to see her and Lacey Evans get it on again, but I kind of also feel like it's going to be her and um and the woman that's with uh Alexa Bliss what's her name god I can't remember her name I just drew a blank wow well anyway her the crazy one I kind of feel like it was going to be Bailey and her so we'll see. We'll see where all that goes. I mean, that's still up in there. Angel Garza versus Humberto Carrillo. Garza defeating Carrillo again. I hope that's over. That's the second or third time they've gone against each other. Let's see where that goes. Now, on to the most controversial thing that I've ever seen. Goldberg coming back, beating Bray Wyatt the Fiend in Saudi Arabia no less than an hour ago. Eastern time. I here here's the thing. You can have Goldberg win this match, and you did. Okay. So what's next? Goldberg holds on to the title until Mania. What Roman Reigns takes it off of him? Why do we feel the need that Roman Reigns still needs to get put over? Who else are you gonna put against Goldberg? Nobody. You're not going to put anybody else against Goldberg. So now, all things looking that way, Reigns is going to win the Elimination Chamber. 
Wouldn't it just be easier to have Goldberg lose, put over the Fiend, take your last match on your back, Goldberg, stop being an a-hole about it, just because your last match in Saudi Arabia wasn't the greatest against Undertaker. You come back and you beat one of the hottest superstars on the planet right now? What is WWE thinking, really? That's the hottest thing going on SmackDown. And yeah, okay, he's lost. You know, and word around is that he's going to be facing John Cena at WrestleMania. Okay, you get a couple followers there, and John Cena, you know, returning. I just, I don't know. I would rather have Bray. I would have. I would rather have Strowman win the Elimination Chamber match, face Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. It makes more sense. Goldberg versus. Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns winning at WrestleMania. What? No. No. Roman Reigns does not need to be over any more than what he already is. Do I think he needs to get away from Corbin? Yes. Is this the way to do it? No. This, I feel like, is a slap in the face to the WWE fans. Honestly. Pay Goldberg his money to go over there, right? Put on a show, but don't... You, you won't lose any money with with The Fiend, but he's just the hottest thing going. I just can't believe it, honestly. And, and people that are listening be like, really, you can't believe it? Yeah, I really can. I've been watching WWE for a very long time. And there's a couple instances a year where I go, scratch my head, and think to myself, why am I watching this product? This makes no sense at all. Hell, you can have Randy Orton go against uh, Brock Lesnar. I could understand that. It doesn't make sense right now, but I can understand that. I can't understand this Goldberg winning the the Universal title. I can't. Unless he's going to drop it very soon at Elimination Chamber or something. I just can't. It's... My mind is blown. (laughs) Okay? My mind is blown. Anyway, that wraps up Super Showdown, which happened today... Uh, starting at noon Eastern Time, heading all the way up until about 4, 4.30. Um, I wouldn't say it was a very interesting pay-per-view. I, I wouldn't. Not just because uh, what we just talked about, Goldberg winning the title. I, I, I just don't think matches in general really put on a, uh, a really good show. Uh, Undertaker returning is cool. Setting up his match, I get that. Um, I just... Probably a C minus, and I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty picky. C minus show. Going on to some news you may not have heard, but now you have. Uh, Matt Hardy addressed the rumors about his current contract status in a tweet. He said, and I quote, that every major player is currently on the board. What does that mean for WWE? Uh, there's rumors that he may get down to NXT. 
which I can see him doing really good there if he has the Woken or Broken gimmick. There's nothing like that on NXT. Um, but I kind of feel like you'd have to make an NXT show three hours. Honestly, if you're going to keep moving superstars down there, I think you kind of have to make it a three-hour show to to get who you need in there. I mean, you got Keith Lee, you got Finn Balor, you got Gargano, Ciampa, Velveteen Dream, Undisputed Era, Adam Cole. I mean, you have a lot of people that you need to get matches, and if you're just going to keep moving people down there, I mean, talks are Naomi's going to move down there. I could understand that, too. If you're going to move, you know, Shayna Baszler just moved up. I believe Bianca Belair is going to get moved up very soon as well. She took on Charlotte last night uh, at NXT, but it just, I don't know. I mean, I would hate to see Matt Hardy go to anywhere else. I'd like him to stay, but I don't know. Hardy's career might be over in WWE. Maybe. I don't know. Ric Flair turned 71 on Monday. God, it only seems like a short while ago we were celebrating his 70th birthday with uh, Batista dragging him out of his dressing room, setting up his match against Triple H at WrestleMania 35. WWE has suspended Samoa Joe for 30 days due to his first violation of WWE wellness policy. WWE announced the suspension Monday and noted that it went into effect this past, or went into effect Monday as well uh, on the 24th. Um... I swear I came on this show uh, two weeks ago and told everybody that Samoa Joe failed the, the wellness policy and that he'd be out for 30 days and then he returned. Um, I don't know. He's hurt anyway. And I'm almost kind of feeling like WWE uses this whole wellness policy suspension to not create storylines but bury storylines and just have people go off and do their thing like Andrade was he really suspended for 30 days because it didn't seem like 30 days and he just returned at Super Showdown and he's still the United States champion did Samoa Joe really get suspended for 30 days for wellness policy honestly I don't think so he just got hurt during a commercial so is this just like a cover up because he got hurt during a commercial I really hope not because what a blow to your manhood your pride having that get put out there because you supposedly failed a wellness policy I don't think I don't I just don't think it's real I, I think he got hurt doing the commercial and that's what he's doing he's, he got hurt he's out last but not least John Cena returning to Raw or returning to Smackdown tomorrow night or tonight if you're watching um, I'm doing the show on Thursday so I kind of just messed up there but anyway, but anyway John Cena returning tonight Possibly going to set up his match with The Fiend at WrestleMania. WrestleMania only being a month away uh, in a couple days. So, a good month to build a good storyline. So, we'll see where that goes. Alright. Now, into the most exciting news of the day. Which I thought was going to be The Fiend beating Goldberg to retain his title. But that was kind of a sad news and not so interesting news. But on to more interesting news. Special phone interview with one Sir Mo. If anybody watched WWE, ABCDEFGHIJK, I skipped F. I don't know what I was doing right there. You know what I'm saying. WW blank back in the day in the 1990s, early 1990s. 
You know this gentleman as Sir Mo. I know him as Mr. Bobby Horn. Sir Mo, aka Bobby Horn, is an XWW blank superstar. I don't think I can say it, honestly. But I'm gonna screw it. I'm gonna say it. He's an XWWF superstar. He has fought the likes of The Undertaker, um, Owen Hart. He's also teamed up with Big Vis, Viscera, if anybody remembers Viscera. I just want to say I'm super excited that I actually get to sit down and conversate with someone who's been there, done that. And yeah, I'm not saying my my other interviews have not been exciting because I really enjoyed interviewing Jesse Jones from WOW, Women of Wrestling, which is a really good show. It's on Access TV. I really enjoyed our interview with Benjamin Banks, very good indie wrestler up here in Virginia, or down, up in Virginia, I'm in North Carolina. And I really enjoyed the, the phone interview with um, Tyler Bodine, very good indie wrestler in the Midwest, champion. I think he's going somewhere. He's got to you know, keep his head up, keep going. You never know what's going to happen. You never know who's watching. But I am more excited about this. I have never in my life met somebody or have talked to somebody that used to scrap with the likes of The Undertaker or Owen Hart or tag team with Big Vis Viscera. I mean, just think about the things that Mr. Horn, a.k.a. Sir Moe, knows. I mean, he's got his own wrestling school. He's trying to get that going. Very well known and around his area. I mean, this guy is super, super special. And I get to sit down and talk with him on March 25th, one month away. I'm getting goosebumps, people. This is going to be a very exciting interview, and I can't wait. But until then, you're going to keep slamming. I'm going to stay wonderful. And I will see you guys next week as we sit and talk about the fallout of Super Showdown, the fallout of SmackDown, and the fallout of Raw. And we start building for WrestleMania, we start building for Elimination Chamber, which is, uh, I believe, March, March 16th, I want to say. Let me look at my calendar. March 15th. Things on March 15th. 15th through the 22nd. Build Elimination Chamber, see what happens with that. And then we're on to WrestleMania. I mean, it's going like this, people. You know, snap and a snap of a finger. It's, it's here, and then it's gone. What a great show. I want to thank all my sponsors, OBX Bail Bonds, Village Hardware, and the most delicious barbecue around, Carolina Barbecue. I want to thank the people, the listeners, the viewers, all the people on YouTube who hit subscribe and like and share all the stuff that WW Mentality has. All the people on Facebook that do the same, like, share, and comment. Um, all the people who download the podcast. We go to redcircle.com. That's our podcast hosting site. We have 249 total downloads within an eight-month period. I think that's awesome. I think we can go nowhere but up from here. And that's where we're going. I talked to Justin the other day, and I said, you know, there's 
nothing that I think is going to explode more than this podcast. And explode meaning it's going to take off. I think this podcast is meant for great things because we have the passion to do so. So, again, thank you to all the fans. Thank you to all the people who like and share our stuff. And thank you to the families of, you know, thank Justin's family, his wife and kid. And thank my wife, kids, for, you know, giving me an hour to come talk to you guys. I love this. I love this business. Okay. So let's keep it rolling. Like I said, y'all keep slamming in there. Slam whatever you do during the day. Whatever your passion is, whatever your drive is, you slam it. You knock it out of the park. And you get it done. And that's what I'm about to do. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of East Carolina Radio. Start, stop using up their you know, production room so they can get in here and do some actual real work. Stop holding them up. I'm out of here. It's your host, Ralph Wentz, a.k.a. JR, a.k.a. Mr. Wonderful. And I will see you guys on the bright side of next week. Later. <laughs>